Getting over a breakup isn't easy. It can be a painful, sad, and prolonged period of self-reflection. Many turn to friends, family, and social media to find solace in their grief. Now, when someone we care about, someone we love, leaves, we're left with so many questions. What if the answer to these questions, and about how to heal after a breakup, how to overcome a broken heart, what if they could be found in Bible verses? Let's have a heart and soul conversation. You're listening to Heart and Soul, a podcast from the Iglesia Cristo Church of Christ. I'm your host, Martin Zerudo, and I'll be interviewing young adults from across the world who are living Christian lives, but are also dealing with real world problems. This is Heart and Soul. Last year, I was able to talk to a listener. Let's call her Jaya. Jaya is in her late 20s and lives in Anaheim, California, and at the time of our conversation, Jay and her boyfriend, we'll call him Blake, were very much in love. He was always someone that I was able to, to talk to really well um, because we had a lot of common interests at the same time. Um, we didn't really have any problems like butting heads about things. Uh, we, we, were, we were always able to, to talk about anything. While some might find this rare, it's because they'd known each other for years and shared a common interest. We've actually known each other for a really long time. Uh, we've known each other for maybe like over a decade. Uh, we've always been really, really good friends. Yeah, we were really good friends. We fed off of each other really well. Simple things like, you know, playing video games together. That was something we always did. Um, that was something we always enjoyed. So, yeah. Jaya actually had feelings for Blake, but he didn't feel the same at the time. Fast forward to now, when Blake confessed his feelings for Jaya, she had a funny way of responding. Yeah, 10 years ago, he rejected me. I remember exactly what he said to me 10 years ago. I kind of, I remember word for word what he said to me. He said like, oh, well, this is awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And so, you know, when it, when it happened again, like when he came around and he was saying these things, I, yeah, I kind of, I jokingly like, well, this is awkward. But like the rest of the world, when the pandemic happened, the relationship would hit a brick wall as their ability to spend time with each other was severely impacted. We had ended up not seeing each other, but we were definitely a lot more sensitive. When we weren't communicating, it was hurting us more. Things got really messy. They would have a big fight, their first in their relationship. And then Blake would send a text message that changed everything. We just had like our first, I don't know if I call it a fight, but it was really the, the moment things really fell apart. They wouldn't talk for three months. Yeah, I think we're done. Um, that's, that's all that was said. Joining us now is Brother Donald Pinnock, a minister of the Gospel of the Church of Christ. Brother Donald, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you, Brother Martin, for having me. Thank you for, for joining us again. Uh, trusting God after a breakup, Brother Donald, is what we all should do. But help our listeners put that into context. What does the Bible exactly say about dealing with a broken heart? Well, first of all, Brother Martin, as uh, we know, having one's heart emotionally broken is, of course, very, very painful. Uh, the time it takes to mend a broken heart varies from person to person. But if there is a common experience, 
It is that of feeling even physically ill at the deepest point of exasperation. Uh, in order to aid in the healing of a broken heart, Church of Christ members are reminded of the following. In Psalms 34, the verse is 18, it states, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and save such as have a contrite spirit. So members of the Church of Christ are reminded to turn to God at all times but most especially when they feel down, despondent, or brokenhearted, because as the Bible teaches, God is near to his servants, whether it is because of their disappointment in failed aspirations, or even when it comes to a relationship that in spite of the best efforts, it just didn't work out. And of course, the most ideal way of turning to God is through prayer. And those who do so with a contrite or sincere spirit, the Bible teaches that God will hear and God will save them. Just how God will save those who are downtrodden and hurting emotionally is explained here in 1 Peter 5, 6-7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Now, when it comes to our Almighty God, he may utilize instruments in uplifting us from the doldrums we find ourselves in. But he is the ultimate reason why we will be able to emerge from such a precipice and be able to get on with our lives with optimism, and that's important. So while not immune to heartbreak, what do members of the INC or Glesna Crystal have that can help them during such a period of, of pain and sadness? Uh, Brother Martin, it's none other than our faith in God. And when we say faith, meaning to say we, we place all our hope and also our confidence in what He can do for us. Because we trust that God will never abandon His chosen people, as we can read in Isaiah 63, 8-9, all the more this gives us confidence. And allow me to quote, The Lord said, They are my people, they will not deceive me. And so He saved them from all their suffering. It was not an angel but the Lord himself who saved them. In his love and compassion, he rescued them, yet always taken care of them in the past. That saving grace of God has been experienced many times by Church of Christ members throughout their life, not just from physical dangers or perils, but even when it comes to having one's spirit uplifted after experiencing emotional upheavals, including heartbreak, because of a, a failed relationship. When it comes to those failed relationships, you know, sometimes you just can't avoid them no matter how hard we hope that they're going to work out. So what advice do you have, Brother Donald, for those who have recently gotten their heart broken? Why should they hold on to hope when at this point in their life they feel kind of hopeless? There's no doubt whatsoever that God cares so much for those who are recognized as His people or His children. And of course, He wants the very best for them in their life. That is why for those who may have experienced heartbreak, it could be that God is actually saving them from the more severe heartbreak of, for example, getting married to someone who in the initial stages of courting may have appeared to be that ideal partner, but through the passage of time and getting to know them, actually, they are not truly compatible. 
We may feel emotional pain for a period of time, but not the prolonged pain of being married to someone whom we eventually find to be unbearable or impossible to live with. And, of course, we would have God to thank for that. On the other hand, perhaps the parting of ways of those who were courting was just a a test. It was just a trial to determine the level of their love and affection for one another. That if both parties truly love one another, well, they would reconcile, they could move on, and their bond would be even stronger. But still, we can't gamble when it comes to our married future, but rather we should follow what the Bible teaches here in Proverbs 19.14. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Brother Martin, you know, physical and emotional compatibility, it's important to a successful relationship. I mean, you have to feel some kind of attraction to another, is it not? But we should not base our decision when it comes to choosing a spouse on our personal assessment or not just when it comes to the physical appearance because love itself is not just skin deep. That is the reason why we should ask God, perhaps through a devotional prayer, to grant us a prudent or suitable spouse. This is what so many Church of Christ members have done, and that is why it's no surprise that marriages in the church, they last until the proverbial words, death do they part. May those who are not yet married but are endeavoring to do so eventually experience the joy of a lasting marriage, a marriage that was sanctioned by God, a marriage between a man and a woman, members of the church, who truly adhere to the teachings of our Father in heaven. And they can feel that they are being matched by the Lord our God. And because of this, their marriage would indeed be a joyful and lasting one. Of course, once they are married, the importance of living in accordance with the tenets or the statutes of our Father in heaven, the responsibilities of the husband to the wife, vice versa, the wife to the husband. And if they're going to be blessed with children, how they should rear those children. If we are going to utilize wisely the teachings of the Lord our God in every aspect of our life, including when it comes to married life, then we are going to be blessed. Thank you so much for those wonderful verses. Whatever stage you may be in, looking for love, praying for love, being in love, maybe falling out of love and and being heartbroken. It's refreshing, inspiring, and and it does fill us with hope to know that regardless of whatever stage you may be in romantically, that, that God is with you every step of the way. Now, just to close it off, Brother Donald, is it different now because there's a pandemic, because people are at home, maybe we're all a little bit more on edge when it comes to dealing with a broken heart? How does somebody who's isolated at home overcome all of this? Because it's such a different time to be handling these kind of emotions. It's a really good question, Brother Martin, because, of course, just being virtually isolated in one's abode by themselves under normal circumstances. I mean, there's just so much uh, pressure uh, emotionally, mentally. But if you're going to add that uh, broken heart scenario because of a failed relationship. But of course, it compounds everything. Definitely, again, we need to believe in the power of prayer. But at the same time, even though physically we may be isolated, we can utilize different means of communication just to reach out to our friends, those who are close unto us, just to have a conversation 
So if we keep our friends, uh, our loved ones in the loop, and we try our best to communicate with them, then they can also be God's instruments in order to help alleviate those uh, adverse feelings that we may be going through because of isolation plus uh, brokenheartedness due to a relationship that just didn't work out. And at the same time, I can't help but uh, reiterate this point that when it comes to a young couple who may be courting, but then the, the relationship just did not work out, being members of the church, we understand that marriage is a lifetime commitment. So it may sound harsh, but at the same time, you know, if there's no real compatibility, there's just too many differences when it comes to our, our characteristics and that relationship does not work out. Well, when it comes to that pain that we may go through due to a breakup, and we mentioned it earlier, it's much better than having a, a lasting pain of having to live with somebody whom there really is not that two-way love, or even to the point that you may separate the boats, but yet you cannot marry again because, you know, we stand when it comes to the teachings of God that marriage is a lifetime commitment. That kind of pain is avoided. If before we got married, again, the Lord our God allowed us to really see who our to-be spouse what their true identity is and their true characteristics are. And perhaps God is showing unto us, well, even though they're not a bad person per se, but when it comes to having that uh, intimate and that lasting relationship in marriage, then perhaps it's best if you do not continue. So again, it shows the importance of just placing our trust, our hope, and the guidance of God through prayer. We ask God for a suitable spouse. We meet somebody, it's not compatible. That's not the suitable spouse that God has in mind for us. Thank you so much for that, Brother Donald. Hearing those words, as someone myself who is now married, it is so true. To trust the process, trust your prayers, and the one that you're meant to be with is definitely the one you'll end up with because they came from God. So thank you so much for that, Brother Donald. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me, Brother Martin. It was a pleasure. As always, Brother Donald. To our listeners, please continue to follow our hashtag on Instagram, hashtag Heart and Soul Conversations to stay up to date with all things Heart and Soul. Oh, and I recently reached out to Jaya to see how she's doing. And she tells us that she and Blake have resolved their issues. I guess they trusted the process because with God's help, they were able to give it another try. Well, that's fantastic news. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, there's hope for us all. Uh, that's it from us today. Hope we were able to connect. Hope we were able to help. And hope you'll join us next time. Ready to listen with all your heart and soul. Take care. <laughs>